Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Unfiltered Night Talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on talk radio. We have ways of making you talk. Right, I'm going to read another hundred-word story. Pick a page. Eighty-three. Oh, okay. Let's see what we got here. I'm going to read Jam. <laughs> the night before our wedding. This is a hundred words. The night. This is. Um, These two have got such a weird relationship. Rose. I don't know if it's the same people. Well. The night before our wedding day. This is by Anthropology from by Dan Rhodes, right? And so this is called Jam. The night before our wedding day, my fiance and I had a romantic meal. She held my hand. Thank you, she said. Thank you so much for marrying me. You're just so wonderful taking me on. Me and my three ugly children. I was horrified. It was the first I'd heard of these three ugly children, and I wanted to know more. She explained that she hadn't told me about them in case they put me off her. Come and meet your new daddy, she called, and they ran into the room. Their faces were covered in jam. They were horrible. <laughs> That's a good story! This bloke's having a giraffe. He's written a whole book of this stuff, is he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like like a fever dream. (laughs) That's a good story. You choose a page. 127. Right. 03444991000, by the way, if you want to chastise Catherine for being a terrible human being. Uh, But dare you, frankly. 100 and what? 20 what? 27. 27. Okay. Pilot. (laughs) It's his girlfriend again. Yeah. My girlfriend had been unemployed for ages, so I was overjoyed when she found work as an airline pilot. <laughs> I went put. Funny. What was looking after the kids? She was excited, looked great in her cap, and set off for Lisbon on her maiden flight. <laughs> the silly thing was so busy fixing her lipstick in the rearview mirror that she didn't notice her 747 heading straight for the Pyrenees. She ejected in time, but the passengers and crew perished. She lost the job and is now back at home all day, eating cold baked beans with a knife and trying to straighten her hair by pulling it really hard. <laughs> Flipping heck. Oh, I'm going to tweet Dan and tell him that we are... That's not him. Um, Dan Rhodes. Is this Dan? Uh, Dan... How did you get this book? Did you get... Hey, look, look, look! Oh, there we go. Did you, did you pick this book or were you given it? 
Um, I was giving it. We had it. I think we did it on Rise or something. I think I'm sure we had. Hi, Dan. We are reading stories out from anthropology on my show. I'd forgotten how funny it is. There we go. You see, that's um, that's a nice thing to do. Um, go on, you do another one. Go on. Go on. Right, here's one. I'm just going to do it at random. All right, it's spirit. Okay. <laughs> My God, this girlfriend's a nightmare. My girlfriend awoke to find herself possessed by an evil spirit. He's just trolling her, isn't he? This book. <laughs> These are all a hundred word stories. That's what you have to remember. The first thing I did was call an exorcist. He couldn't make it until the evening, so we waited. She threw things at me, cursed my name, kept trying to strangle me and wouldn't let me kiss her. <laughs> See, you're, get, you're forgetting it now, aren't you? Now you're getting it. Really, she was the same as ever, but at least she was no longer hell-bent on bankrupting me and making me look inadequate in front of everyone. <laughs> I started to prefer her this way. When the exorcist finally arrived, I sent him away. I told him it had been a false alarm. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Paige, um, do the last one in there. All right. The last one. And Simon, we'll come to you in a second, man, I promise. It's a particularly nice work of art in the back there. No. Did you do that, or was that one of the kids? <laughs> That was my eldest, and my eldest did that when he's a little baby. Words. I fell in love the moment I saw her in her grandfather's kitchen, her dark curls crashing over her Portuguese shoulders. Would you like to drink coffee, she smiled. I'm really not that thirsty. What? What you say? <laughs> her English wasn't too good. Now, I'm 73 and she's just turned 70. Would you like to drink coffee, she asked me today, smiling. I'm really not that thirsty. What? What you say? Neither of us has the gift of language acquisition. After 50 years of marriage, we've never really spoken, but we love each other more than words can say. (laughs) Really? That's Anthropology um, by Dan Rhodes. And I found... And I'd forgotten, I got... I, I must have... I think we had him... Maybe we had him on Rise or something. We had him on... What, what year did I say this was? 2000. 2000. Well, that was the 11 o'clock show. Anyway, so I remember someone gave it to me and um, I devoured it. I thought it was a great... Um, uh, uh, it's called Endless. Often, one or other of Foxglove's ex-boyfriends will turn up on our doorstep bearing expensive eyeshadow. <laughs> will you give her this, they choke. It's her favourite shade. I take it, then heartbroken, they lash out. She'll leave you, they cry, fists flailing. She thinks I'm the handsomest man in the world. She told me once when we were kissing. <laughs> I hurt them as little as possible, but always make sure I win the fight. Sometimes, cigarette in hand, she'll come out to watch, smouldering as those perfect, endless legs vanish into the hem of her tiny brown suede skirt. (laughs) Oh, I think that's brilliant. I've forgotten how good that book was. Let's go to Simon. Good evening, Simon. Hello. Hello, Simon. I was born and raised in Luton. Never mind. (laughs) I'm I'm lucky, mate. I I notice you don't live there anymore. No, no, no. But, but I, you know, I was brought up in the ways of the street. And there have been times in my life where I've kicked tin cans and played tin can football with my mates. And all I want to know is, what are you going to do about it, Kat? Well, did you, was it your tin can in the first place, Simon? Because that is pivotal. No. no. OK, so it's not the same thing. Next. Oh. Well, can I just give you a then? I wouldn't. 
Well, can't, you, 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 dump, you dump that. Why you dump that too late? That would have gone out. You dumped it like eight seconds after he said it. What is your beef? Simon. Right, should I cut him off? Yeah. Okay, I didn't actually hear what you said. It was all balls. Wow. This, th- here's the thing, right? This People whole... are confusing yeah. littering with kicking stuff that's already there. No, people are... Con- littering yeah. with kicking okay. stuff that's already there. People are confusing humanity with an old witch. <laughs> and also, the, the whole show, Catherine, yeah. is people phoning up to have a go at, at the host. Right, That's what it is. Well, that's I'm not people... the host yet, so they can do yeah, one. But, but you will be the host, mm-hmm. and... And when I ha- am, my glorious regime, we had a two- this nonsense. We had a 261% increase in the number of listeners once I came out of the jungle, right? I don't want your four days of hosting and I'm away in August as well, I don't want your four days of hosting to decimate my listenership and take us back to the, the, Listen, the days when it was Suicide Watch on You might show. think it's okay to eat a pig's fanny in order to get popular, but I don't I don't need to do that sort of stuff so they like it, they don't like it, I don't give a, I don't give a toss. Wow, the attitude really is uh, unprecedented. Good evening, Bianca. Oh, hi. How are you? I'm very, very well, Bianca. How's you? Oh, that's wonderful. Me too. I'm good. Thank you. Well, wonderful. Are you a real person? Uh, um, as real as you are, I guess. Okay, so that still doesn't answer the question, (laughs) yeah. What you got for us, Bianca? Well, you were talking about exorcism at some point, no? We were talking about exorcism at some point, yes. What do you think? Do you think it's like a religious thing or is a mental mental health thing? <laughs> oh, well, well, an exorcism is literally a religious um, it, it's ceremony. Religious, but it it could be it could be um, because you you are have problems in your head yeah or you really are um having the devil inside of you well i i don't think that um i don't think it's the devil inside you well what do you think have you had personal experience no but i'm i'm coming from romania okay. so okay. it was like a monastery in in somewhere near me that they were doing exorcism and the people were acting really, really bad yeah. to these ceremonies and stuff like that. I never been there but So hang on, so so um so you lived near what was it did you say? It was a church or a monastery? I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard of it. Right. I heard stories that people were just going bonkers wow. there. What kind of stuff were they doing? Ooh. Sorry? Exactly. Oh, uh, that's a great answer. You you, you ever been a witness to those kind of things? No, I haven't. I, well, I say I haven't once. When I worked at another radio station, I remember, I've told this story before, I was walking through Soho Square at half past nine in the night. It was dark. And I heard a man, I won't do the accent, he had a very thick African accent. I couldn't be any more specific than that. And I heard him shouting, In the name of Jesus Christ! But you weren't going to do the accent. I just can't stop. In the name of Jesus Christ! Spirits, leave her, leave this child now! And I thought, oh, where's this? And I walked around and stood in a doorway was a traffic warden performing an exorcism on the telephone. It was, and I stood and watched it for ages. It was the most um, shouting in the name of Jesus Christ. 
spirits leave this yeah. child now I don't know. I, on a serious note, I suspect, yes, that it's, it's primarily people who are mentally ill, schizophrenic, bipolar. Ill. Yeah, exactly. And if you make them believe yep. that you are doing something to them to just make them better, yeah. they will make themselves better. Well, I don't know if it would make... Would it make themselves... Well, it, well, hang on. Okay, if what you say is true, if it, if it is mental illness, and shouting at them makes them better, no, not shouting, not exorcism. shouting. Let's say, let's say they do believe in sort of way religion will cure them. Yeah, they have that that knowledge that, okay, this is what will make me better to get yeah. the devil out of me yeah. so that that's a cure for them well if it like works does for, it for does... other other people which might might be something else no if it works Depends. if if performing an exorcism on a mentally ill person works gosh there's a sentence i never thought i'd say then um does it really matter if if it if it cures them does it matter it doesn't matter exactly. No. But I don't know now. But now, okay, so that's fine. But we actually have no evidence, uh, we do don't. we? That that it, that it has worked. No, no. But it it worked in some cases. Did it? Well. Or are you just guessing? I don't. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I'm guessing. Okay. I okay. don't know anyone that is is being possessed by the devil and speaks. I do worry. I do language. worry. Languages. Languages. Sorry. Who, who's? Hang on a minute. Are you? Oh. Are you possessed? Your voice went all deep then. <laughs> Languages. <laughs> Languages. <laughs> What's going on? Bianca's possessed by the devil. I'm possessed by the devil. Now she's speaking in tongues. In the name of Jesus Christ, leave Bianca alone. <laughs> Thank you very much, Ian. And now I'm relieved. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm myself now. Oh, thank you, thank you, Bianca, and your your um your demon spirit. <laughs> All right. Nice to talk so, to you. Um, Go on. Yeah, nice to talk to you too. Give us a call again at some point. I really enjoyed that. Thank you, Bianca. Maybe. Thank you. Bye. Bye, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Experience the unconventional, Evening, the unpredictable, and the completely unorthodox exactly. with Rule Free Ian Lee. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I've got no internet for the last four days. On Talk Radio. I've been emailing the wrong guy about Paul McCartney. <laughs> when I get Paul McCartney on this show, I might have been emailing the wrong guy. I need to email this guy. Um, all right, let's, let's email him. Good evening, Andre! Hey! Hey! Here comes Andre! Right, on a lighter note, I'm a hasten to add. Thank you. as well, yeah. Right, now, a couple of issues, not the big issue. No. But what I was going to say, right, was... Uh, oh? My house, where I live in, yeah? Your house that you live in, it, yes? Yeah, it's, it's, it's flipping... It's got demons all over the place. It's got what? Spirit. Demons and they're all sorts. So spirits. Along these lines of the story, yeah, it's got. I've got whiskey in the bathroom, rum in the kitchen, etc., etc. Right. So that's but the, the thing right, is, that right. joke though, no, that, that joke didn't work because you said demons. You said demons. Yeah, but well, same thing, spirits. Well, no, it's not. Yeah, but de- demons and spirits are the same thing in terms of ghosts. But demons doesn't yeah. mean alcoholic beverages, and spirits does. Oh, sorry. But, so but you next... ballsed up that really yeah. basic. 
sorry. Standard job. Uh, they all got the gist. But, but uh, and on another note, yeah. <laughs> listen, 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 listen. You know, this big issue, yeah. Okay. Ian? Yes. I was on the bus, yeah. right, about, t- about half an hour ago. Okay. Only on a quick journey. I've got on the bus, returned to blah, blah, fair enough. Yeah. Give them the money, give me the ticket. Got on the bus, there was about four people right now. Yes. As I walked on the bus, I don't get buses much, but well, I still like them. Yeah. But um, there's a bloke with a guitar, which is not that unusual. No. But off his trolley, yeah. right, on I don't know what. Yes. He played, as I got on the bus and sat down quite close to him, because I thought maybe he didn't get a bit of a song going. Yeah. He'd done a few calls and then threw his guitar across the bus, yeah? I thought, Oh, and he didn't look an happy bunny, so I didn't do anything at the time. No. But when we got to where he was going, a couple of people got off, they went. Yeah. Then I thought, no, I can't have that playing that guitar. I've carefully picked his guitar up, yeah. handed it back to him, oh. and I said, look, look after that, mate. That's a, that's a nice guitar, that. I know he was under the weather, one way or the other. And he said, oh, nice one, man, excellent, cheers, thanks a lot. I said, look after it, you'll have good fun with that and you'll enjoy it. And he was happy as a sandboy, and as I say, he, he couldn't say thanks enough, which made my day. Yeah, and we're doing that. I'm waiting for the punchline. So was line. I. Apparently, that's just <laughs> the story. It's not joking, and it's true. It happened about I, half hour ago. Uh, well, that's um, that's that's. And a, I'm not having him ruin a guitar because he could play that probably uh, when he's sober or normal, and that, that might be all he has. Yeah. Well, all right. I, I tell you how I feel about that. I feel um, that we've just listened to a, 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 a story of great humanity. Yeah, it's the absolute truth here. Yeah, and I thought I'll give him a turn and his guitar back, and yeah. he was happy. So that was good. Well, you did. Me. You did a. You did a wonderful thing, Andre, and you should feel and very I, proud of yourself. And I've done one more wonderful thing after that. I went to the pub and had half a dozen pints. Thanks so much for calling. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not laughing at a drunk, I'm laughing at the absurdity of life. But that was a nice human e- exchange between two people who won't remember it tomorrow, you know. That's, um, that's delightful. Experience the unconventional. Evening, boys. The unpredictable. What's and the completely unorthodox. Exactly. With rule-free Ian Lee. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I've got no internet for the last four days. On Talk Radio. Experience the unconventional. Hello. The unpredictable. Don't you think that's a bit weird? And the completely unorthodox. It was my birthday. With rule-free Ian Lee. Uh, I was just trying to generate a bit of content. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Hate alarm clock. Hate going to work. On Talk Radio. Um, so let's read a silly story, because it's, it's got a little bit dark. So let's read... Um, uh, Do a pet story. I want another pet story. Um... Uh, this is the stuff. Oh, God. 100 Word Story by Dan Rhodes. Treasure left me. I'm so sorry, she said. I understand how awful you must feel. Choking, I told her she couldn't begin to understand. She insisted that she could. You know you'll never find anyone as pretty as me, she explained, or as nice, and your every moment will be clouded by nagging recollections of times we spent together, times when you wrongly believed we had some kind of future. Believe me, I understand she said gently. This is bleak. A part of you has died, the part capable of loving and trusting, and you know you'll never get it back. Stuff like that. (laughs) Um, 
Here we go. Look, one more. Rehearsing. Mazzy started acting. <clears throat> Having such a pleasing face, she is always cast as the female lead. She rehearses at home. While I'm in the armchair watching television, she's often sprawled on the sofa, perfecting the crucial clinch with her leading man. She tells me that her little gasps and sighs of pleasure are in the script. When I saw her in the park, writhing mouth to mouth with another man, I was upset and told her as much. She was indignant. Do you mind? We're rehearsing. They went back to their rehearsal and I walked away, ashamed at having doubted her. <laughs> that is great, isn't it? I've forgotten how good this book... If you want to know, it's a book I found when I was packing, Anthropology and a Hundred Other Stories. So there's a hundred stories, all a hundred words long, by Dan Rhodes. I, I'm assuming you can still get it. You probably get it for pennies on Amazon. Um, so go and treat yourselves, guys. Let's, let's give Dan Rhodes a spike in sales in a book that came out 18 years ago. That'll um, he'll get a nice little check for for 56 pence. That'll do I'd it. like it if he sold a hundred books. Oh, yes. I'm tempted to buy a hundred books just to teach that guy a lesson. <laughs> uh, dear listen, it's a very, very strange show tonight. It feels like it's plodding along quite slowly, but I, I, I'm enjoying it. This is one of the things that we try and do is is try and make every single show different. Oh, I've got a, a yes word or s word for for after midnight. The guy sent it in ages ago, and I keep forgetting to do it. So remind me, we'll do that. Uh, is we try and make every single show different. And and um, this week, Catherine and I have really kind of put our heads together. Not like that, and certainly not after I had to deal with my youngest son's nits for the first time ever. Nor- they weren't nits. What? Why? They were grown ups. What are you talking about? Nits are just the eggs. This one was crawling about, wasn't it? Nits aren't the eggs. Yeah, they are. No, they're not. Yeah, they are. No, they're not. Yeah, they are. What are you talking about? What load of a ball? Ball? Ball. Balls. (laughs) Ball balls. Why do they call um, male cows bollocks? What? Why do they call male cows bollocks? They call them what? Again? Bollocks. Sandra what? Why do they call them bollocks? Why do they do that? Because that's a swear word. Bollocks. Bollocks. That's what I'm saying, bollocks. Why do they call them that? That's like calling um that's like calling a female cow a fanny. Oh my god. A fanny and bollocks. Why do they I don't understand why they do that. Let's go to Paul. Good evening. <laughs> and other important questions. <laughs> I don't know why you're laughing. It's not funny. Well. Good evening, Paul. Good evening, both. How are you doing? Um, I'm di- very disappointed in, in Catherine's immature and aggressive tone this evening. <laughs> and I don't care. You see? <laughs> I don't care now. Shut up. <laughs> you see? Anyway, Paul, what, what can we do for you tonight? Um, I'm just calling about Dan Rhodes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, the, the book, the anthropology book. Yes, go on. It's, oh, it's does, does, does he owe you money? He doesn't, actually. No, I'm um, I'm a big fan of Dan Rhodes. And he actually went to the um, same university I went to. He did the same same master's degree and stuff in writing. In writing um, very specifically numbered short stories. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I've actually got some of his, his early drafts, um, which didn't make it into that book. Because they're like 97 words or 106 <laughs> words. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't quite get it right. What happened? So they're actually, really good, though. So what else? Because I, 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 the name rings a bell, but I think I'm thinking of someone else. What else has he written then? 
Um, right. Well, after that, he did um, a book of short stories, but not these ultra short stories. Right. Um, and it was called, I think it's The Truth About Love, I think it's called. Okay. Um, that's, that's, that's good. Anthropology is, is better, in my opinion. I think it's really great. But after that, he started writing novels. Oh. He's got a fantastic... Oh, and they're brilliant as well. Really? Fantastic... Oh, stupid. Fantastic novel called um, Timoleon Vieta Come Home. And it's the title's taken from, like, Lassie Come Home. Right. By the way, by the way, guys, you can buy Anthropology for a penny on Amazon, right? That's so a buy a hundred for a pound. That, yeah, you can buy <laughs> Anthropology for a penny. Go on, what was the one you said? Uh, Timoleon Vieta Come Home. Right. So it's about a dog called yeah. Timoleon Vieta. Yeah. He took the name from, um, I, I think it was, I don't, I don't know whether it was dictionaries or whether it was wherever it was, but it was on, on the spine. It said Timoleon to Vieta. So he took the name of that. And it's about a story about a dog who goes on a journey uh, and comes back to his master. All right, I'm buying it for a penny, so don't tell me any more. Oh, right. it's, it's brilliant. Oh, plus, um, plus postage, that's how they make their money, little shit. Right. Yeah. I, I could tell you loads about Dan Rose. He's, yeah, some other good books. Um, there's a really good one called Gold. Um, What's this one about, about um, when the professor got stuck in the snow? Yeah, it's about um, Professor um, stuck in the snow? Richard Dawkins. Yeah. Um, and Richard Dawkins goes to give a talk in in a town, uh, yeah, and he gets stuck in the snow. So it's it's a, a mick take, really. Nobody would publish it though, so they had to really go with a really small publisher. It might even be self published. I'm not sure, um, but nobody would do it because they were afraid that Richard Dawkins, the you know, um, yeah. what, what is he, you know, anti creationist and stuff, I suppose, yeah. isn't he? Um, he? They were worried he was going to sue them. So. Yeah, so you just... There's loads of I them. They're all, all of his books are a penny. Gold, oh, man. This Is Life, Marry Me. This, uh, yeah, the um, This Is Life one is brilliant. That's right. set uh, in Paris. I'm going uh, to buy This Is Life and then I'm, I'm, then, I'm, then I'm done. Then I'm out. Right, buy it for a penny. Uh, plus, Honestly, man, they, they are superb. All right, I've, well, I've ordered... I've ordered... Um, I've ordered... Oh, I don't know what I've ordered because my thing is logged out. Stupid, stupid, stupid boy. Um, oh, I'm late for the uh, the, the things as well. Uh, I've ordered uh, Timoleon Vieta Come Home and This Is Life. There we go. Oh, amazing. Good man. Well right. done. Hey, nice one, Paul. Thank you for that, man. So, No problem. Uh, if you, do you follow him on Twitter and stuff? Yeah, I've spoken to him a few times on there. I think he, he might actually follow me on there. I've, you know, I've got a few times. Well, tweet him like that, that we've been well. bigging him up tonight and we've he's sold at least two books on the back of it. Will do indeed. I'll do it straight away. Nice one, Paul. Thank you, mate. Cheers. All Cheers. The best, Bye-bye. Mate. Oh, three. Well, it's nice. This is just nice. I'm turning into Richard and Judy's book club. Um, oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. This is Talk Radio. Talk Radio. We've got entertainment and we're not afraid to use it. Talk Radio. A story from The Mirror. From the 11th of June. When's that? Now. It's now. Girlfriend dumps partner. Let's get. Hang on. Let's get some. We need the appropriate. Uh... It's gone the 11th. Okay. All right, mate. Calm it's down. 15th. All right, mate. Don't 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 get a boner. Um. Well, no, it, it can't be the 15th. Oh no, it is. It's Thursday. Yeah, it's isn't? payday, mate. <clears throat> um, for I me. Get, okay. I'm now All loaded. Right. All right. Well, not as loaded as me. Um, and I get paid every Wednesday. Uh, not for this job, but I do a lot of other jobs, and actually, I, I've, I've got I've got paid I got paid this this Wednesday more. I didn't even know I was. I mean, a lot, and I got sent a check. TV Good Morning Britain paid me directly. They sent me a check instead of going through my agent. So that's fifteen percent I get to keep. Please don't tell him I said that. Girlfriend dumps partner. I might. I might not. Okay. 
Girlfriend, I just deny it. Girlfriend dumps partner. Sending the recording. Girlfriend dumps partner. He should actually listen if he was any good. Girlfriend dumps partner after ghost of seven-foot circus ringmaster followed him home from exorcism. This is in the mirror. This is a true story. Ed Booker says his health... Get this guy on the show tomorrow night, please, after Denny Lane. In fact, we can even bump Denny Lane for this guy, Ed Booker. Ed Booker says his health went downhill and unexplainable... Unexplainable or inexplicable? Yeah. Isn't it? Mm. Unexplained... It's inexplicable. Yes. Things started happening after the sinister ritual. A heartbroken man... This is... I just need to just focus because this is quite a sad story. This sounds like one of those stories by Dan Rhodes. A heartbroken man says his girlfriend dumped him because the ghost of a seven-foot-tall circus ringmaster followed him home from an exorcism. God, I bet that would put the willies up him, wouldn't it? Seven-foot. Ed Booker, 37 took part in the sinister ritual to rid a home of evil spirits. But By the way, when I move into my new house, I'm going to be having a seance with Catherine, uh, with uh, regular caller Dredge, and with a couple of other people, Scott Balcony and a couple of others, and we're going to be streaming it live on uh, the YouTube channel. Ed Booker, 37, took part in the sinister ritual to rid a home of evil spirits, but he never realised the horrifying consequences it would have on his life. <laughs> he claims... Oh, I can't wait to read the 28 comments at the bottom of this story. He claims his health rapidly went downhill and unexplainable, inexplicable things started happening after he participated in the paranormal cleansing. Isn't that what Richard Blackwood did in that programme once? (laughs) He says, die was scrawled on the inside of his windows and he even snapped an image showing the menacing circus worker, Circa, lurking down a darkened corridor. And there's a picture and there's a circle in the picture but you can't actually see anything. The final straw for his girlfriend, Donna Hall, 31, came when she was attacked and pinned down by a macabre force at their home in Worthing, West Sussex, Ed claims. I found him. Get get, get Ed on my show. He said, This ghost is ruining my life. Don't do the voice if you want to get him on. This ghost is ruining my life. My ex was attacked and pinned down. I've had mediums come in. And they've been attacked too. I'm tempted to go to Worthing. It's interesting because he says he's a psychic medium on here. Okay, well, I'm tempted to go to, to Worthing. I'm tempted to go to his house. I've woken up with painful scratches down my arm. I feel like I'm in danger. It has destroyed my relationship. My health is still suffering quite a lot. Wow, these comments are great. I see Lesozo, 95. I wouldn't be able to leave my other half if this was happening to him. How could you leave someone to deal with it on their own? And before sceptics completely come back at me and say this stuff doesn't happen, yes, it does, and I have witnessed it with my own eyes. It's not something you take lightly. Aero 274. 
You just don't mess. Everyone's agreeing with it. No one's calling it out for bullshine, which means it's got to be true. You just don't mess with what you don't understand. Supernatural is everywhere. But as long as you are invisible to them, they are invisible to you. Once you start to tamper with that stuff, you're seen. And then it's very hard to become unseen again. Again, for the sceptics, no, I don't, don't have any imaginary friends. I don't drink alcohol. I've never touched drugs. And no, I'm not mentally unstable. Then Les Dawson's piano has written, I think you'll find you are. <laughs> oh. uh, then someone else has said, all I can hope is that you never, ever have anything like this happen to you. Les Dawson's piano replies, it won't. The late night lip service for lovers, loners and lounge lizards. Yeah, well, where, where exactly is your accent from? The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I've forgotten your name already, excuse me. On Talk Radio. 